But, 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 get your butts out of the way with your laziness, low playlistic intelligence. You keep telling me this and telling me that, so I'm telling you this. Stop being disrespectful behind my back. You will never ever know who your real friends are in times of prosperity. You will learn who your real friends are only in times of adversity. I promise you that. So never neglect the numbers and put up a zero, then call yourself a hero. Success don't happen by magic. There's no hocus pocus, just discipline, determination, and focus. Drink alkaline water to stay hydrated. Smoke a little weed, get a little rest to stay rejuvenated. The Facebook, Instagram audience was totally unimpressed because your foolishness made them furious. Huddle up, Andre. It's time to get serious. Larry June, Steve, huddle up. It's time to get serious. Hup one, hup two. Let's make it do what it do. Yes, Lord. Good job, Larry. Way to go, her. That's him. Had to gas up the Grand Nash to go and bend the block. Bend the block. What y'all got going? What y'all got going? Yeah, I ain't had my mic on. What it do, man? What it do, man? What it do, man? Turn me up, DJ. I'm the DJ. Hey, man. It's the BTSE 365 podcast, man. Shout out to Uncle Herm, man. Herm Luke. This off that new, that new Larry June Orange Print Project, bro. I don't care what nobody. Larry June. Is, has been official, but he in my top five personal favorites. Yeah, he in my he in my top five personal favorites. Larry June, he spitting that pimping. He be, he be dropping bars. He talking money. He talking he talking relations, business, all that. So yeah, I I rocks with Larry June, man. I I rocks with Larry June. I ain't going to hold y'all, man. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in. If you're watching me on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you share it. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the BTSC 365 podcast because we in here. We trying to get those subscribers up. Um, old page, new page. Hell, it's going to be on both of them, motherfuckers. So make sure you share that bitch. Um, I'm going to hop right into it, man, real quick because NBA playoffs going on right now as we speak. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 in full swing. It's in full tilt. So, everybody was talking about, you know, KD's performance in game five and, you know, how crazy it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, he dropped 49 points, 17 rebounds, and 10 assists. That's, 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 I mean, that's all-time, that's an all-time great game. I don't care if it's regular season, playoff, whatever, that's an all-time great game. But he played 48 minutes, y'all. 48 minutes. That's a lot of goddamn basketball. It's just a lot of that's a lot of ball. Let me hit my yak real quick. That's a lot of basketball, man. And he played. He played at such an outstanding level. It's hard to believe he can do it again. Can he do it again? Let's see. Let's see now. Let's see now. I, I think he, he can go get your 37 40. Somewhere in there. I think he can do that. Now the 17 rebounds, 
10 assists, I don't know. If his legs might be tired, he might not be able to get you to seven. He might get you six rebounds. But it took a Herculean effort, you know what I'm saying? Hell, motherfucking, uh, uh, yeah, it's after two minutes. Uh, What's my boy's name? Jeff Green dropped seven threes. Jeff Green don't do that. Like, he ain't never done that. So, I, I mean, I'm I'm glad the Nets won, given the circumstance. You know, Kyrie out with a sprained ankle. James Harden playing on half a leg, one, one and a half legs with the hamstring issue. It's, uh... It's 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 refreshing, you know what I'm saying, to see a superstar go do superstar type shit. I'm tired of this reflection. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting tired of the reflection. It's 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 pissing me off. I can see. I need the glasses. They they're more like reading glasses, you know. It's a script in them, but you know what I'm saying. But but KD cut a shine. KD cut a shine. He cut a real shine, man. And I was happy to see it. Shout out to Kevin Durant, Brooklyn Nets. Glad he was able to go put on the show. Now, somebody else who did their thing. I finally got a chance to witness Playoff P. I ain't seen Playoff P. I ain't seen the boy since uh, Indiana when they was going up against the, the Heat. You know, we talking 2010, 11, and 12. I ain't, I ain't seen Playoff P. I heard about him. He, I heard about him in OKC. But I hadn't seen him. Hadn't seen him. Now, he showed up and showed out the Utah Jazz, man. They the crowd was rocking. Oh, they was loud. They was boisterous. They was they was a lot of things, but they didn't come. I ain't gonna say they didn't come to play. They had to hit 17 threes in the first half. But it just wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough. You know what I'm saying? Like playoff P, Paul George. And company, because he dropped 37, I think. But his team played well, man. His whole team played well. You got contributions from everybody that got on the court. Everybody played a huge role in this, and that's why they won. Kawhi's out for game six, so he won't be back for game six. They think it could be an ACL. I don't know. That's what the report's saying. Who knows? But I know one thing. Uh, Steve Ballmer and, and and Steve Nash, respectively, both got memes and pictures of them hugging Paul George and Kevin Durant, you know what I'm saying, after the game, hugging them. I said, shit, see, that's what the Europeans should have been, should be doing for all the shit we done done throughout the years. Motherfucker need a hug or something. All the money that we done made for Europeans throughout the years, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. They gonna, people going to laugh and make memes about it, but it's the truth. Like, hey, dog, we deserve better. We deserve better. Y'all got to do better. Shit, hell. Be hugging a motherfucker. Nah, hey, dog. <laughs> nah, but for real, though. For real, though. For real, though. For real, though. Y'all, come on now. Come on now. Y'all know what the business is. It's the BTSC 365 podcast, baby. This is how I've been talking. Been talking like this. Been talking like this. This ain't nothing new. This ain't nothing new. So if this new to you, subscribe, like this bitch, share it, tell a friend. Again, to tell a friend. Now, I'm going off script a little bit here because I just said something about Europeans and blacks and white, you know. 
I uh I heard Jason Whitlock in the interview, which I ain't no Jason Whitlock fan. Never was a fan of his show when he was on that bitch to uh speak for yourself because he do a lot of he do a lot of suspect shit when he had Christopher Reed, kid from Kid and Play, come out and act like Colin Kaepernick and all this shit. He do a lot of buck dancing, in my opinion. But he did make a statement about about Shannon Sharp that I'm I'm in agreement with. Hear me out. So he said, you know, pretty much Shannon Sharp get on TV and he he act like he MLK or Malcolm X or somebody, but he loved white women. He was like, it ain't nothing wrong with loving if that's who you want to be with, but don't be on TV flogging, acting like you just super pro-black and you just this, that, and the third, but you love white women. And he supposedly made a statement back when he was playing. It was a joke saying that if anybody caught a black woman on his elbow, he would hold her for the police. Excuse me? Like, you as much as he talk about his sister and his grandmama and stuff on the show and how much, you know, all that love and shit, but that's how you felt. That's probably still how you feel. You know, and what somebody do in their bedroom is their business. One, like, let's just get that understood. What somebody do in their bedroom, that's their business. But like Whitlock said, hey, don't be, don't don't put this nigga on no pedestal and don't let what he's saying on this TV show fool you. Yeah, he can talk all this shit on Twitter and Instagram and make a motherfucker laugh. He put on his, his do-rag and smoke his blacks and shit. He he fooling y'all. He fooling us. He didn't speak like that, but I mean, hey, you know. Teach his own. I, I just like that take. I'ma get back to my topics. <laughs> Woo, boy, I know I'ma kiss some hell for that one. But oh well. Hey, this yak good. Little, little uh tequila and cranberry juice. Yeah. Fine. Five, five. Now, another playoff game was played between the Atlanta Hawks and the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> I watched this game. Most, well, let me not say that. I watched the first half, then I stopped watching. Then something said, hey, cut the game back on. Cut the game back on, and the Hawks were down at one point, 26 points. When I cut the game back on, they were down like 14. Hmm. Then I started noticing Lou Williams was busting their ass. Gallinari was busting their ass. I'm like, damn. You know, Embiid had 24 in the first half. He ended the game with 37. Trey Young had a slow start. He ended the game with 39. And I'm trying to figure out what happened. Well, Doc did go to his bench. Shake Milton couldn't do what he did in game two. Uh, Matisse Thibel, um, Dwight Howard was a non-factor offensively. And, and Tobias Harris, I, I don't know. I think they still looking for him because I didn't see him do anything significant on the court. You know what I'm saying? Like, now some people will say, Big, you're not qualified to say that. But if I got vision and I got knowledge of the game, and I'm watching the game just like all thousands of people in the arena was watching. 
Then they all saw what I saw. Tobias Harris didn't do a goddamn thing. Turned the ball over at a crucial moment of the game. He missing the shots. And, you know, these folks, you got a $180 million contract. That's how you that's how you play during crunch time. Okay, so they came back. Make a bucket towards the end of the game. When they cut it to six, go on out there and make a bucket. Cut it, get it up to eight again. No, you stopped that bleed. No matter what happened, you stopped the bleed. MB did all he could do. My my guy playing with a with with a partially torn meniscus or a small tear in his meniscus, and he's still dropping thirty five plus. 10 rebounds, you know what I'm saying? Like, he doing his move. Ben Simmons, God damn it, when are you going to work on this jumper? I mean, God. Like, when are you going to work on the jumper? Why your jumper broke? You can't get with lethal shooter or somebody and work on a mid-range game. It Ain't nobody asking you to go be Damian Lillard. Steph or Seth Curry, Reggie Miller, none of that. We ain't, ain't nobody asking you none of that, but can you try to get a jumper? So motherfuckers don't just say, ah, he good. Can you try to get 65 to 70% of your free throws? Now I know it's difficult. Don't get me wrong. I, I know free throws are difficult. Yes, they call them free throws at the basket, but you're sitting there on an island kind of. A lot of people in the crowd, other players chirping at you. It's pressure. You're sweating. You're tired. You you know, you got to control your breathing. I get it. But you're a professional athlete. You're not big. You're, you're, you're a professional athlete. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you do. This is, I mean, that's what you do. You, you get paid to do stuff like that. And what? Trey Young's blowing past him at the end of the game. Doc Rivers didn't seem to know what the fuck to do, as always, in a crucial point of a game when you had a lead and now look at you. Taking timeouts, motherfucker, come at the timeouts, like I said, Tobias Harris, threw that motherfucker away. I mean, Ben Simmons shot four for 14 from the free throw line. Now, I ain't ain't no great athlete, never have been. But I probably could have made five free throws if I had 14 opportunities. In that game, I mean, hey, I believe in myself. <laughs> I believe, goddamn it, I believe. And I'm, I'm just sitting here like, bro, they could have traded for James Harden. Like the Harden trade was there. It, it was theirs for the taking. And what they do? Didn't do it. <laughs> That's what they did. They didn't do it. I I couldn't. Like the Hawks just took their basketball souls last night. The Hawks took the 76ers basketball souls. And I don't think the 76ers going to bounce back. That was at home. You was up 26. Hawks in six, man. Hawks in six, man. Hawks in six, dog. For real. This was this was Trey Young <laughs> and company last night. They were about it, about it. Lou Will, about it, about it. You hear me? They were about it, about it. You about it? 
Hey, what's up? While we while we listen to this good music, I want to say shout out to my people over at uh, She Got Game Lee. They will be in Nashville, Tennessee. Let me see. Let me get the dates for you. Let me get the dates for you. I know it's in August because your boy Big will be hosting. We're not hosting. I will be doing play by play. I'm saying color commentary. August 15th through October 10th. It's $100 per player. That price does include a fully customized jersey and a shirt. You know, and games will be played on Sundays. On Sundays So remember that um, Also Let me see The deadline to sign up Is July 31st You can go to SheGotGameLeague.com Shout out to all the sponsors uh, T-Mobile Grind City Kicks uh, For the Kingdom Myself Ali Lifestyle Shout out to my people Over here Ali Lifestyle um, Yeah it's, it's going down Hold on who else uh, We got a uh, Flavor over odds. Flavor over odds. This is small ass logo. I couldn't. I couldn't see what that was. I couldn't see what that was. But yeah, shout out to my homegirl Cece and her whole team. Uh, the She Got Game League is coming to Nashville, Tennessee, August fifteenth through October tenth. It's gonna be on one. I'm gonna just tell you that right now. It's gonna be on one. It's already getting a lot of buzz. I didn't heard about it. From the barber shops, they said, "Yeah, I've been hearing about it on the radio, man. I heard you talking about it on your podcast. Like, yeah, it's going down. It's going down. It's going down. What else is going on in the NBA? That's a lot of head coaching vacancies. Stan Van Gundy's out in New Orleans. Rick Carlisle just stepped down in Dallas. Like, you know about the Boston situation." Uh, let me see who else. Shit, we got Portland. Terry Stotts is gone. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? The Magic got an opening, but who really wants that job? Uh, the Pacers have an opening, but um, uh, uh, man, is it another opening? I don't know. Scott, oh, Scott Brooks, the Wizards, gone. So now, who has the best opportunity? First, let me just say this. So it was a report that came out that said uh, Zion supposedly wasn't happy or his family. He got a certain family member who done said some shit about not wanting him in New Orleans. Now, historically, the Pelicans franchise hasn't been that good, hasn't shown how they can help a star grow. They had Chris Paul, had to get rid of him. Had Anthony Davis. You know he in L.A. now. Um, So... Maybe his family members see the writing on the wall. Maybe. I don't know. But the motherfucker ain't been there three seasons yet. Chill out. We all know Stan Van Gundy shouldn't have got that job. He wasn't their first choice, but he got it. They saw after one year, it ain't going to happen. It just ain't going to happen. It ain't it. That ain't him. You know what I'm saying? That ain't That ain't him. So... They done with him on that. They done with him on that. And that's okay. You, That's okay. But don't sit here and have, you, you got to get your family members in check, dog. That's how he got to get his family members in check. Whoever talking to the press, whoever talking to the bloggers, you tell them right now, don't 
Don't fuck with my money. If I want to get out, me and my agent, we'll talk about that. But don't fuck with my money. Don't, don't do that. That ain't how we roll. That ain't how we roll. But I will say the wizard's job, magic job, undesirable. <laughs> Very undesirable. Like what you, what you, I mean, who wants to go coach the, the wizards or the magic? Yeah, Portland is, is in an undesirable location, but I'd rather have Damian Lillard than Cole Anthony. No disrespect. You're Tar Heel, but come on, bro. It's Orlando. We good. <laughs> Everybody's straight. Rick Carlisle left Dallas where you got Luka, but Rick Carlisle should have been gone. Like he, he, Mark Cuban's loyal to a fault. Right, he won him a championship, so it's like he can keep this job as long as he pretty much wants to. But if it's, if the star ain't happy, head coach on some shit like, look, man, I go get one of these other jobs that's gonna be open in the next couple months. Cause I I saw a report like three weeks ago that said Rick Carlisle would be interested in coaching in Milwaukee if that job come open. So there you have it. If the Nets win tonight and put out Milwaukee and and they decide to fire Budenholzer. Uh, in the next couple of days, Rick Carlisle might have that job. And with all these job openings, all I know is a black person better get at least one of them. Definitely one of them. Maybe even two, but one for sure. Whether it be Teresa Weatherspoon, whether it be Chauncey Billups, David Vanterpool, uh, who who else? I don't know. Whoever else is, is candidates. Whoever else, Jason Kidd, like somebody, anybody. I mean, damn, Nate McMillan is still technically the interim coach of the Hawks, which I'm sure after this postseason is over with, whenever it is, he'll get the job. Like he'll he'll have the job. Um, so yeah, that's that's um that's that's gonna happen. Has to happen. So yeah. Um what else? Oh, I know it was something else I wanted to talk about. So in the NFL, there had been something known as race norming. I don't think I talked about this on the show. So pretty much race norming was the white folks, powers that be, doctors, owners, management, whatever, assuming black players started out with low, I'm reading, I'm reading the article now, started out with lower cognitive functioning meaning they were less intelligent in layman's terms than their European counterparts. There was a $1 billion settlement of brain injury claims. And, yeah, so the practice had, been, had made it harder for black players to show a deficit and qualify for an award. The standards were designed in medicine in the 1990s in hopes of offering more appropriate treatment to dementia patients, but critics faulted the way they were used to assess legal damages in the NFL case. So this came out a couple Wednesdays ago. A couple a player, uh, excuse me, a pair of black players filed a civil rights lawsuit over the practice. Uh, medical experts raised concerns, and a group of NFL families last month dropped fifty thousand petitions at the federal courthouse in Philly, where the lawsuit had originally been thrown out by the judge. 
and senior U.S. attorney, I mean district judge, later took the step of asking for a report on the issue. Black retirees hoped it would include a breakdown of nearly $800 million in payouts. So, <laughs> so, so pretty much the white man <laughs> was saying, these players too dumb. They dumb. They start out. Their brains already fucked up. Their brains already worse than the white players. So now nah, we ain't paying them nothing in these dementia cases, none of these 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 concussion cases and shit. That's pretty much what it boiled down to, which we already knew that. Hence why black quarterbacks were getting asked to change positions and stuff like that coming out of college, like because they didn't think they were smart enough. We already knew it, but it was something that was actually, you got it on paper, it's legal documentation now, saying, oh, man, we're going to stop doing that. We're going to stop using that kind of stuff. We can't keep, you You know what? Yeah, y'all right. The fuck? They was already saying black folks was too stupid, too dumb, too slow to do what they wanted to do. But that's really how they was acting. So, you know, it nothing surprises me, man. Nothing surprises me, dog. Nothing. Oh, uh, I'm about to get out of here again. Make sure y'all subscribe, like it, share it, comment. I don't give a fuck if you don't like it. Comment and say, man, I don't like this motherfucker, man. Big ain't talking about shit. Get this big nigga off here, man. He ain't talking about nothing. Nothing, nothing. So, yeah, uh, what I've been watching. I've been on uh, part two of Lupin. On a Netflix, it's about like this black thief. Got <laughs> some more race shit. This black thief who daddy got accused of stealing something from a, a rich white man in France. All type of shit. I, I'm into that type of shit. Uh, LA's finest season two. All that. So yeah. Papa was a Rolling Stone, but now we got man. Rolling Stones in the bezel. Ice. Yeah, we Mama out, man. Mama at home all alone, hustling, trying to keep this shit together. I appreciate y'all. Young niggas smoking on sure gas. I'm living too fast. My foot on tell the a friend to tell a friend. If I go back to the past, it's the BTSE 365 podcast. You did. If a nigga ever try me or play me, I buy him a ice-dot shovel. Ice. Dig your own grave, nigga. You played yourself. I put some cash on your schedule. You played yourself. If a bitch ever try to fillet me, huh? Yeah. I just sit back and let her. She got it. Think she come up off the chores, whatever. My pockets came with extra Cheddar. I can see through the fuck shit. fuck shit. I think that my skills get better. Get better. With a stick, I'm at peace, Mandela. Mandela. I'm willing to feed whoever. Who? How can I help you? Oh. Nobody judge you but God. God. You can watch us beat the odds. Beat it. This ain't no cat, no facade. Young, rich, and black, and we gon' beat the charge. We gone. I'm spending cash, no card. I'm liking her natural ass, no fraud. If she got a fake ass, of course, girl, ain't nothing wrong with enhancing this yours. From the back, from the back, we enjoy. Honey rack, I'm attack with my boy. Got the clip poking out, we be showing. In and by the check out, we be known. In and out, in and out, we be going. On a 757 born. And my AP say size is the phone. Better get you some bread where you from. I spend my meals on the crib. Cover myself, F and N is my shit. BTSC 365. <laughs>